Hey guys, it's Brad. Welcome to Remote Software Genius. All right, we're live. Leave him here. Hi, how you doing? Yeah. Hey, Brad. I'm good. I'm good. What about you? I'm good. Good. Uh, I was. Uh, I've been saving this interview for a long time. I know this is like Brad's fancy podcast. Maybe not so fancy. Sponsored by Unixsoft. But uh, anyway, today we have the CEO and uh, Ukrainian ambassador on, Mr. Liebemir. Um So like. I want to let you kind of tell your story about like uh, our company and what we do. And like, I know right, I went to Lviv like 10 years ago for the first time and got introduced to it. But I want to like kind of give you an opportunity to introduce everybody. Um, so I want you to start with like, who are you and how did you get started uh, doing what you do? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure to be here. So uh, I can tell you, I can tell you a lot about like you know Ukraine, Lviv, and the company. You know, like so uh, it's it's an, it's an interesting story. You know, like so uh, uh, this the company started like you know we had the thoughts about that to be happen like you know like starting the university because we were studying like computer science and like it was getting really popular here here in Ukraine like a lot of people were going to that direction and developing was starting like to really wrap it up here. So, uh, but I, you know, like I was kind of, we have like uh, three co-founders now and uh, I was kind of gathering people together, like, you know, like through a couple of years because uh, I studied two times on the first year in computer science. I was not able to master it from the first time. That's funny. So, you know, like it, it took me a while, but uh, the first year I found uh, one co-founder, the, the other year I found the other one. So it's kind of, I tell it as a story, it's the way that like uh, uh, I needed some time, you know, like it's space to make this happen. So yeah, uh, yeah but uh, when, when the thing started to roll, we kind of did, uh, a good job like you know like uh, studying really good in the universities because in Lviv uh, we have a really good university since they studied like you're really good like you know computer science and uh, mathematics like you know like applied mathematics and so on. It's, it do, you know, really how, do you know how many computer science graduates Lviv by itself puts out a year? Well I don't know exactly the number but uh, I don't know exact number but we have like at least like you know like two big universities which are producing right now like uh, graduates and like a few more like uh, like middle small medium size so it's it's kind of getting more and more popular in here because like uh, every year a lot of like money is invested because like the city itself like i think like maybe seven or eight years ago it kind of like uh, on a strategy level the city council basically made the decisions that we're going to invest and made a top two priorities in the city would be like it like a software development and tourism like uh, right now it's 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 going pretty well the city is very popular in ukraine and even like abroad in the world people are coming here like just like to visit and see what's coming what's going here and the same with um, uh, and the same with uh, IT, like, you know, like sector, because uh, we have like IT cluster, which connects more than 100 companies, like in Lviv only. And uh, they work a lot of like with the city, like uh, with mayor and like just to make sure that the infrastructure is developed and it's it's really good to make business here, you know, like yeah. so uh, it, it's, it's really been developing very good. And like all the universities and all the uh, educational part of the infrastructure is getting up to speed because you know we have like a big demand for ukrainian like you know like developers and uh, uh they're really good and uh it makes like a big demand so the proposition should kind of match it and right now more and more like universities are trying to build like a decent 
um, source of really good like developers and like generally like, anybody in the IT sector. I guess. Yeah, I love it. It is. It's crazy. I, so I was just there in March, and like you land in the Lviv International Airport, and there's all these like robotic hands and like crazy ads for all these all these IT companies. It's it's really cool. It also yeah. makes me jealous. I mean, like uh, let's uh, let's talk about this for a second. Like. I'm an American working for a Ukrainian software development firm. And like, I'm like very jealous of Lviv and the output of like computer science graduates. Like when I was in college, like I was one of three computer science graduates at my school. Right. And it's like, Oh, come on guys, get with it. There's, there's so much cool stuff out there to do. Um, that's when I actually signed up yesterday. So I was doing my like little code mentor thing, like people in the middle of their projects, like I got to get them earlier. So now I'm going to try and uh, start mentoring American high school students mm -hmm. who are going into college trying to mm -hmm. rah rah computer science. Anyway, so you're stacked, you're in college, you're stacked with, you have your co-founders. There's, there's a lot of good computer science talent. The, the mayor is like, okay, we're going to, Lviv is going to be a hot spot for IT. Um, but you didn't start right away, right? You like, you did, you got, you weren't like CEO day one, you started programming right after school for a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that was part of a plan again, because with, with guys, we kind of, we kind of made, made like, you know, like a short and long-term strategy. Long-term long -term strategy was to build own company, but uh, short-term we were like, okay, we kind of know generally on a high level how it works, but we know like, you know, not any details, right? Like, and we said like, okay, I mean, to make that really work really good, we need to understand how the industry works, right? Like, so to know that we need to go to work, we need to start like, like the journey of like a developer to understand everything from inside out. And then based on like, you know, like pros and cons of what we're gonna see in different companies, we'll be able to build like own experience and that, that will really, really make sense, right? Like, so that's what we did. We started like, uh, it, like, in Ukraine, it's, it's really very popular to even go full-time developer like job starting like from second or like third year of university. So it's kind of hard to combine, but you can do that. I mean, you kind of like match uh, work and uh, studying, but we kind of started really early, like, you know, like uh, second or third year. And uh, so we had like a pretty early experience. And then we got decent level of hands-on experience in developing software from different angles. and. Uh, uh, we got like to a senior like tech, tech lead positions in our companies where we where we worked with and uh, we understood from inside out how it works. So what they do good, what they do bad, what can be improved and so on. And based on all this aggregated experience, we sat down, we accumulated all that together and then made a decision, okay, so right now we feel confident we can make this work, right? And uh, experience working directly with clients on previous jobs gave us a re really very big push to establish a company. Like in the first two years, we kind of grew from zero to 50 or 60 people, yeah. you know, like, so it was like a very big, rapid, like no growth, but we were able to do that because we knew how it works and we were able just like to do everything by ourselves. Like internally. Yeah. Let, let's talk about that for a second. So I've, I mean, I've been contracting like kind of software contracting for like five ish years now, but I didn't start my career there, but I feel like, as a contractor, you get so much more experience in like the process, right? Like where if you're just working for a company building software, it's like you see just that company's flow and that company's delivery and that company's uh, culture, right? Where 
contracting for somebody, especially like mixed teams or uh, even taking it all on yourself, like you get so many more reps of like, okay, see this project through, see, just, see this project through. Okay, you see maintenance, you see early, you see late. So, I mean, it's, it's super cool. Um, but I, I feel like those like years of experience is like really condensed because you probably saw in those, in those years before you started Enixoft way more projects than maybe some people see in their lifetimes, you know, doing, doing contract work. Well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's like a good and bad, bad part of like service industry, let's say like that, because when you work on a product, you, you basically focus on one thing, right? Like, so it's your product and your main goal to build it up, right? When you work in the service industry, like we do, like we have like a multiple projects all the time, right? Like, so depending on the size of the company, you can have at the one moment of time, like 10, 15, 20, 25 more projects and depends on the size. It can be like, you know, one to three months project. It can be like one to five year project. So it really depends, yeah. but it really gives you a lot of like versatile experience, right? Like, because the more you see, the more experience you have to basically like a practical hands-on experience. And that gives like us a, uh, like a good advantage because you know whenever you as a product you can start a product and you think that yeah I, generally i know what i need to do right but we might like you know like try to 25 or like 50 all these scenarios building a similar products right and we know what gonna fail and when and that's kind of like you know a shortcut which you can buy working with like a contractor right like because he, he might like when people work with us we depending on the size, like whether it's startup, whether it's like a small medium business or enterprise, we know which kind of a business, what pain points they have, right? Like, or what kind of results and how soon they need to get, right? Yeah. And that's more like a managing of expectations. And then you can tell like, okay, don't go that way because you're gonna have a lot of problems. Let's go this way, it's gonna be cheaper and it's gonna be like more value for the money for you. And, and we're just gonna be like saving your time and our time, right? Like, so that's, that's a sweet part, but on the other hand, Sometimes when you have like a lot of projects, you even say like, yeah, I would, I would rather focus on this one because it's really cool, but I need to move on, right? Like, yeah, but that's right. like a, it's a pros and cons, like a it's trade off. It's a good problem to have to have too many projects. Well, yeah, right? I mean, especially, uh, in a, especially when in a world where it's like, when you can scale up your team reasonably well. So yeah, let's, let's talk more about kind of your personal journey for a second, right? So you go from student to senior contractor to to ceo like what i know like i get to do way more coding than you i think you almost do none right like i i get to do so at least some like kind of researchy coding now and um you know big fancy stuff i, I bought a second gpu today by the way so i'm really excited <laughs> about that anyway but um like so you're not you're not coding anymore. What do you, what do you do with your day? Like what what do you what do you? I know you're busy all the time. Like what are you what are you doing? Yeah, and like what if, how do you like how do you imagine your like future growth? At, like kind of kind of personally and professionally. Yeah, I mean that was like a tough transition because I really love coding. I mean like it's really fun and cool. I enjoyed it a lot. I mean like at least like six years I was like doing different type of like you know coding and software development. That was really fancy experience. But then like you know when we started the company, I kind of I felt that I can handle that, and uh, my colleagues said like that. Yeah, you can do that. We're gonna support you. So I kind of went that way and moved more into like a business development, sales, like, you know, marketing and so on. And um, that was very tough, like transition, because I mean, I was focusing on different stuff before and it's like a total change of a mindset. 
but I think I'm doing like okay. I would I would rather be doing better, but still, I mean, like it's, it's good to aim for better. But uh, yeah, still sometimes you know when you go to sleep, I, I mean, like I think that I could be coding right now, you know. But you know, like like that life is best, you know. Like so, I'm moving the other direction. Yeah, but generally, like my my, my main kind of like you no know, responsibilities right now, uh, it's like. Um, I still do the sales like so I as, and I work with you a lot like to make this happen right like so we work like sales working with clients uh, and uh, then working with leaders like uh, um, head of departments in the company like head of delivery head of operations head of people head of marketing head of like recruiting and so on so we kind of um, I'm gathering them into one point and helping them to understand like where we go what we need to do what we need to achieve right like so it's more like um, leading and envisioning and uh, like also the cultural part i i don't pay too much attention to that right now which i'm gonna do much more but still it's like also part of my life and uh, yeah and like usually you know it's kind of i'm the last escalation point you know like so when things mm -hmm. things go south i'm the last point that it's gonna end up so uh, sometimes I, ha I have more work than i wanted to have but you know things happen <laughs> today you look well rested so i think things things are going pretty well they must have been you know so, so good, good day good day you know like. uh, good 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 so let's talk kind of about the team you talked about the the kind of heads heads of each group what what's been the toughest like part of the group to grow like i to me, looking at it, I feel like um, like people operations are always difficult. Um, getting like that kind of culture fit and like getting all your processes down is pretty difficult. But I think a lot of that, the intersection of a lot of that, I feel like happens at delivery. Like, yeah, like, like can we just talk about Maxim for a minute? Like, it, did he get like when you guys were partnering up? early in school like do you feel like maxim got the short end of the stick having to be the head of delivery or do you feel like uh, i don't know i feel like he's got a lot of work on his plate generally just like shuffling stuff around yeah that may yeah that's true he has a lot of his, his plates that's, that's a fact i mean I, I would say like that like whenever we were starting that we we kind of had like a couple of iterations like in generations of changing our like focus of the skills of what who gonna do what right because we, we we were starting like you know like doing business without like you know a business background right like so yeah. we haven't done like so much before i always like tried one gig with like some entertainment business here, here in my city which failed like really really bad so i had only bad experience no good experience so far so uh and um we kind of was trying to find a fit uh, and we did it in the way like you know in the beginning you you kind of do everybody do everything so it's pretty easy but the moment you start to build up like i mean in, on our end it was like 50 60 people we understood that we need to kind of do some transformation right like so bring more processes establish like a much more like better foundation for next steps right and uh, and at that moment of time we kind of everybody was showing like you know a strong stronger and weaker parts of their like personality who can do what right like so i think at that moment of time maxim showed up that like yeah he can handle all this kind of like you no know, like big thing like the delivery because uh, yeah delivery is kind of like you know like what we do right like so we have a uh, we, we need to develop the software and that should work really good because we need to do a quality delivery right like so um but he shown like that his strong sides of his personality can make this happen right like and uh, 
he works a lot on improving himself like so he reads a lot he attends a lot of courses and he like basically do a lot of like consultations with different people who knows like you know how to or like a shortcuts right like which really makes sense because not all the ways you want to do by yourself right like you you want to have a shortcut sometime to just save energy money and time right uh but yeah that was a good fit and uh i mean like from my perspective i mean like i was when i was even working on my like last job before Inexoft, i was i was working a lot with stakeholders directly and um sometimes i needed to sell some idea to be developed right like so i was kind of being prepared for that you know and that helped me to start doing like the selling because i kind of understand how it works i'm still remembering all the development part and uh, i developed myself more into soft skill sets like to be able to understand people like their expectations like how products work and so on and combining that all together you kind of you kind of can give like a great piece of value to your like uh, clients so that's what we do and i think it works out well yeah. so now we just need to scale but um yeah the process is just... like establishing this stuff is like a pretty important part yeah, let me talk for a second about the team because not, not some people have like okay you've seen like Maxim on the podcast you've seen Vita and now you've seen Lieberman but like the way it works is kind of like uh, Lieberman and I say yes 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 let's go let's go let's do it like we could do it we can do anything we can do all these ways and then Vita and Maxim are very quiet and they think about it and like oh this these are they think it all out first and then like oh you forgot about this so it's like it's a really good balance I think ultimately and like you did. It's like kudos to you guys by like, you know, figuring out who works best where. But I, I'm like, I'm super proud of the team and like to, just the just the process. I think you need. It's good to have everybody have experience doing everything, but you need those different voices in the room, right? Like it's good. Like thank God everybody's not as aggressive as we are, as you and I are, right? Because if we if we if it was like that, like all of our developers would leave, right? <laughs> They'd be like, yeah. no, be like, get out of here. We're done with you guys. But like, thank God for like, you know, Vita and Maxim and the, and the rest. I mean, it's all about the balance, right? Like, so you cannot like, you can like, if you oversell, it's bad. If you like overprotect, like from a delivery perspective, yeah. it's all bad. So it's more like about like, but it's like, you know, like each business case has own restrictions, right? Like, I mean, at the end of the day, we are doing business and our business have some particular need, right? Like technology help that we need to basically provide them, right? And we need to understand all the parameters of the formula and uh, and basically provide this advisory to our client, like, okay, it, it would be the best combination. And sometimes it happens that we don't win because we tell the truth, right? And people like, no, we don't know shit because like these people are telling that they can do it like twice more faster, right? Like yeah. which which is not possible, but somebody can buy it because they are really in a rush and they would rather like risk rather than like, you know, like do it slowly, you know, like, so but it's, uh, yeah. it happens. Uh, anyway, it's, it's a good flow. Let's like, let's wrap it up in a minute, but I want to talk about like briefly just kind of Inuxoft compared to kind of other firms in Lviv, other software development firms in Lviv, other other firms in Ukraine, or like other firms elsewhere. A lot of people like outsource, you know, to Asia, South Asia, Poland, whatever. Like, what, what, like, culturally or process-wise, like, do you want to like, like, different? How do you want to differentiate yourself? Other than like price, I know like we're not the cheapest group around, right? Like, but like, other than being not the cheapest. Like what? What? Uh, like, how do you want to differentiate uh, Inuxoft, uh 
versus your competitors? Yeah, I mean, like the most, like, you know, like the strongest uh, advantages, like in competitive advantages that we are having and we are building up all the time is like, first, I would say is like uh, our people and our culture, because we we work a lot on that, right? Like, so we cut, we have like a pretty precise, like, you know, interview process where we have like at least like three, four stages of interview where we check like, you know, each particular person who joins our team. And we, we make sure that he is like a technically cap capable person, that uh, the person can basically like, you know, like work with us, that we would love to work with him as a person. We have, we have some female software developers, thank God. Yeah, 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 that makes sense, sure. Like, it's, it's more like, you know, like that we make sure that the person has the best match for us and we are the best match for this person because, you know, um, I mean, only if we have like, you know, a good match, we can work for a long, long term. And this is our goal. We want to work with our people for a long term and with our clients as well, right? So it's kind of like, you know, like uh, it's important and uh, we share common values. Uh, we really want to like, you know, like we want to improve stuff around us. We care about each other. We care about like what we do for our client. It's really important. We are really like sharp and quick, which really makes sense because, you know, I mean, when you're small, you really need to be quick, you know, like, and uh, because if you're big, yeah, enterprises are moving slow. But if you're like small, you need to really be on time, really quick and make like a quick decisions and like a nice, good ideas, you know, like provided for a business. Uh, so it's like, um, it's like the people that are working here at Linuxoft, they're like, they're really cool and you would love like as a client to work with them and uh, they are really dedicated to what we are doing. So it's, that's, that's definitely a big advantage, like, you know, like people that we have, we have a good processes and like uh, kudos to Maxim, he's doing a great job to make this happen. So he's working constantly to improve that. Uh, so that's really also very important and um, I mean, Right now we are working and putting a lot of pressure like to make sure that we're gonna grow up our, our like expertise from a technology and domain perspective, right? Which also should be like, you know, like a like very big differentiator for us in the market. Yeah, and the, tra uh, the training I think is big. And it just like to, to rehash for two seconds, I think like I've, if you're looking at the cheapest firm around, what, what happens? What happens is they hire people, they work for any client with any technology, and like don't focus on the how and those firms i've seen them just burn out so fast right because you take on a bunch of customers with technologies that don't make sense or like they're 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 underpaying you're kind of underpaying your employees you're underdeveloping your employees you're underdeveloping the software you're under testing it you're doing everything so like you run really hot you get a lot of customers because you're so cheap and then you yep. explode and then it's like everybody leaves people leave mid-project right customers get get really angry they don't get the support so like this the re, this stuff is important because this is like makes us i think sustainable yeah that, that like, like project yeah and they're like you know like what you're saying it's kind of like you know um a source of like you you have a lot of projects on the market when client approaches you and tell like look i have a 90 percent finished product so there's like you know a very small bit to be finished you know yeah. and that's usually a cause of what, of what you're saying like the, the teams that is not like you know like proficient enough can take over the project but they are not basically capable to do that right like which we we, we usually like say like look we cannot do it like if we can because at the end of the day you're gonna lose a customer and it's gonna impact your like your name right like because you you took something over and you just failed right like so i mean we are we are here not to, you know like i usually tell it to clients that we are not here like to earn a couple of 
quick dollars, you know, like yeah. it's more like that we are here to establish partnerships with our clients to make sure that like it's a long-term like win-win-win cooperation where like like both of our sides are winning. So they're getting value from us. We are getting like, you know, long-term like value from them. And it's like long-term means like that we do it for a long time and that's a long investment from them, but the duration of the value and the, like the size of the value from our side are growing like also incrementally. And that's, I think, how it should work, because if it's like, uh, I don't believe in quick wins. So there are, there are very few in the world, but usually, you know, if it's too good to be true, then usually you don't know something, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you're going to figure that out in a way, you know. Like, so, yeah. yeah, and there's like a saying in Ukrainian, you know, that like, um, if you want to make it cheap right now, you're most probably going to pay twice, you know, like, so, yeah. and, and usually it works you know, like that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, love it. I'm ready to leave it at that. This was fun. I feel like it'll uh, it'll be useful, hopefully for you know all the Inuxoft fans out there in the world, but also maybe uh, maybe the developers. Hi guys. Um, so let's leave it. A anything else you want to chat about? Or are you ready to? You got more stuff no, to work on today. It was it was pretty cool. You know, like we covered a lot. So thanks right. thanks to for having me. So uh, it was a pleasure to talk. It was really all fun. Right, good. Thanks, man. That's it for today. We'll see you guys next week. Feel free to send us a voice message, an email, or a LinkedIn message. You can see all the links in the show notes. Have a great week.